This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the air. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Your ride is about to begin. Because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Welcome to Cruise Control Radio. Yeah, that's right. It's time again for that show. Those two guys, me, Fred Staub, the other guy, Les Jackson, and we're going to take you on a ride around the automotive industry. Always plenty of news going on, plenty of tech. There's a lot to talk about, Les Jackson, and I think we are the two people to do it. Don't you? You are correct. We will be walking people through the uh, industry with masks on, of course. <laughs> it's social distancing all the while. Uh, absolutely. But, you know, there's just an... Actually, this has even been a more hectic week than normal. Yeah, it has. There's been a lot of developments, a lot of crazy stuff. But uh, yep. we're going to start with a story about a couple of Ford products. Delays for the next generation F-150 pickup and Ford Bronco. They've been talking about that Bronco for a while, haven't they? Boy, oh boy, it's turning into another Thunderbird. Oh, <laughs> that was like three years or more, wasn't it? It was about three years. Anyway, uh, over at Volvo, they have a new flagship. Yeah, yeah. They've uh, actually uh, gone to the V100. Up cool. from the V90. Yeah. And yep. if it's 10 more numbers, it's got to be really it's, good. Uh, well, it means it's it's one better. Yeah. <laughs> or 10 better. But I, I I actually remember, before I forget to say this, I actually remember uh, a, a, a TV show back in the late 50s where they were interviewing an Oldsmobile executive. And they said, what's the difference between the 88 and the 98? And he was suddenly stumped for something to say and he said 10 <laughs> <laughs> the most honest answer ever <laughs> absolutely and genesis adds a new feature other luxury brands wish they had that's right and say goodbye to the v12 goodbye. bmws bye yep and Le Mans goes virtual many races uh, have gone virtual hmm. before this one hmm. Is a little bit longer, although I'd rather be sitting in a uh, a simulator driving at three in the morning when it's dark and foggy, uh, rather than out, out on the track. I, I, yes, as far as the drivers go, yes. Uh, but this Lamont is a spectator thing, and I, I just I have my doubts on this. Anyway, it's a happening. Uh, it's a happening, and uh, Dodge sells at least eight different versions of its Charger, including the Hellcat wide body that's a lot of versions i have 10 up here but yes a lot of versions <laughs> yes it is that's right uh this new hellcat wide body has got a lot of people excited and we're going to have brand manager ashen munez who is going to join us to discuss the lineup and his power dollars plan yeah all that and more when we continue on cruise control radio when we get rolling lot to get rolling. Don't forget to check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com where you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, up on Facebook. Got some pictures of that wide body, so check it out. We'll be right back. Hey. 
Listen to the live feed of Cruise Control Radio every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com to find out how to do it. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control. Listen, Fred, we are rolling down the road of the car industry. Hey, all those who are ready to pick up their uh, their brand new F-150s or Broncos, don't step forward. Because <laughs> 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 there's a little delay. Actually, it's a several month delay. Obviously, the plants have been shut down. Yeah, they're just starting to open up, right? That's right. And then you have all the usual bugs that come in, come up with new models. Would that be uh, so, a concern for you to build, buy a vehicle that was halfway built before the plant yes. closed and it was yes. hanging, the body was hanging up in the air and the frame was down on the floor yet? It hadn't been married, as they say. That's right. I, I, I mean, I realize it's all computer controlled, but, but it would still... It, I, I just know something is not going to be tightened or adjusted properly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this article is about that delay in building the F-150 and the new Bronco, as you said, about two, two months, an old friend of ours, how Tai Tang, who is Ford's chief product development and purchasing officer. Uh, in, uh, he said this in a presentation to the bank of America yesterday uh, and uh, it the Bronco Sport output was originally planned to start July 13th, but then it was pushed to September 7th because of a corona outbreak, and suppliers have been told to begin production, or, or their production will begin on August 31st at a plant in Mexico. That's for the smaller version, the Bronco Sport, the smaller version of the new Bronco. Uh, I don't know when the new full-size Bronco is going to be built. I don't think we have any. Well, they the Bronco, they said, is expected to go on sale in early 2021. So, yeah, you know, we're almost a year away. Yeah. Seems like we've been talking about this Bronco for a long time, don't you? Well, we have. And, and you know, I, it's not that they've been teasing it like they did the uh, the the uh, T-Bird, but it's just, uh, it, it keeps just slipping one way or the other, either in engineering or in design or, you know, money, whatever, but it just keeps getting put on the back burner. Now, how do you think they will reveal these? I think the Bronco was originally intended to be revealed at the New York Auto Show. I agree. There's still talk that they'll have that in August. I uh, That's I not going to happen. I don't think so. Yeah. No, and and I don't believe LA is going to happen either. So I think any probability of planning to reveal it there, which would make a lot of sense, that's kind of the biggest show now. Yeah. Uh, I think they should just reveal it virtually. Virtually. Yeah. And- just. Do a big national, you know, like they did the Mustang, a flood the TVs and uh, uh, channels. And, and, you know, because I think we've all pretty much seen it. There's yeah. Been a lot I, of spy photos. There's been plant photos. There's been. That's parts right. Anybody photos. remotely interested in the Bronco already knows what it looks like. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, just reveal it. And, yeah. And 
get some in the showrooms. Yeah, you know what? It, it's for them, though. Think about it. They, they've been talking about bringing this back, and they wanted to do a big reveal, and they just can't talk about it. But now it's like they talk about it openly. Uh, it's not like, oh, we don't talk about new products. Uh, when will we see the Mustang E? Lucky. That that is also twenty twenty one. Yeah, uh, a lot of products. And, well, also, uh, you know, with with the electric uh, vehicles, you've got battery production that also has stopped, right, worldwide. Uh, and that means you've got to mine the rare earths. You've got to all of the. All of the raw materials have to be obtained. Uh, that's a slow startup. Yeah. Over at Volvo, Les, a little bit different news. Uh, they, uh, of course, their largest vehicle was the uh, XC90, or currently is the XC90. But there's a rumor going around uh, that during a Volvo dealership meeting, you know, it's funny how those things all leak out of those meetings they they try to give the dealers the heads up on this stuff which makes sense but uh, motor trend is reporting that at a dealership meeting a a different vehicle the xc100 was shown uh the uh, xc100 will be a crossover coupe that could compete with the vehicles i don't understand the bmw x6 and the mercedes gle coupe they are like a crossover utility without the utility. <laughs> yeah, sort of a sort of an inflated sedan. Yeah, like an inflated sedan. Uh, now, I think Volvo will do a better job of that sort of thing than BMW and Mercedes do. Yeah, uh, it's just my opinion. We'll have to see what this XC100 yeah. will look like. Uh, That's according to Motor Trend, information from them. Hey, when we come back, plenty more to go on Cruise Control Radio, so stay tuned. For the latest updates on Cruise Control, follow us on Twitter at Cruise Control Rad. That's C-R-U-I-S-E-C-T-R-L-R-A-D. Cruise Control Rad. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine, taking you on a ride around the automotive industry, new products, new technology. You know, if you're waiting for a vehicle, uh, you know, or on the market for a vehicle, we'll tell you what are some good ones, right, Les? Absolutely. In fact, I've been helping a, a, a friend of a friend this week buy a used car. Okay. Uh, searching prices and availability and all that stuff. Uh, it's very interesting. What are they looking at? Well, a Prius for mm. one. Okay. So, Accord Hybrid for another. Two great cars. Uh, prices are not low by any stretch, but they're not super high either. Whether you're using like car gurus or something like that? Yeah, uh, I've tried Edmunds, I've done Auto Trader and uh, CarMax, mm-hmm. which of course is fixed price. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's interesting that if anything you want, you can get these days. The dealers, whether it's used or new, they've, they are 
really happy to see anybody buy anything. Anyone with cash in pocket. That's right. Yeah. Well, uh, we were telling you a little bit about this XC100 crossover coupe uh, just before that weird segment. I, I would think uh, the Tesla Model X fits into that. The car that uh, Bob Lutz, the former GM products are called a loaf of bread. Yes. Uh, <laughs> not an attractive looking. No, that's the vehicle. one with the uh, gull wing doors. But, uh, right. you know, uh, you were talking about dealers and, uh, you know, different ways they're trying to get people in. And uh, Genesis is offering a service uh, that you not even BMW and I'm not even sure if Bentley or any of the others offer this. They call it a, the Genesis Concierge, a white glove program. It began this week, and it offers customers a full list of personalized services uh, from the buying process and at-home test drives to delivery location of the customer's choice, uh, and real easy to initiate, and uh, it's just another thing. They've tailored this service uh, to deliver a new level of personalized luxury, Les. I know that's what you're all about. Well, listen, that's that's me. That's what I insist upon. They they don't need to leave their home to buy the new Genesis G70, G80, or the all-new GV80 uh, SUV, which apparently is going to be a hot number because a lot of people have pre-ordered that. Yeah, well, Genesis is just such a magnificent car. As we say, though, this is the future of buying cars. I think so. It changes the dynamic, though. There's no more of that salesmanship and who's up and what's your up and all that. I think it's a good thing. I think so, too. And I think that the dealerships will actually find that the their cost of selling is much lower. And a virtual test drive, I don't have a lot of information on it, but do they give you the vehicle overnight? Because that would well, be... No, the- I- that would be I think a virtual test drive would be a, like a, a simulator yeah. that you that you view. You know, the other now, thing f- they're going to have to do, like uh, Vroom and Carvana, they're going to have to let you have the car for seven days. And if you don't like it, they can. Uh, that's right. They're, it's going to really change the business. You know, it's not. That's right. It It's just not the guy in the shiny suit with the pinky rings anymore, is it? Well, it's it's not, and and that's a good thing because those days really, you know, they should have been long gone. Yeah, yeah, I agree, uh, and I think most people can come in if they listen to shows like ours, and uh, they they've they've made a good choice because they've heard about the new vehicles coming out and uh, reviews of them, and you know that's that's the good thing. You come in, knowledge is power. You've got all that knowledge. You're like, well, you know, I know the new one's coming out with more power, so I think the current year one should be a lower discount. And here's what it's selling for around here. And I want to be at this number, and that's it. If you don't want to, that's sell, it. Yeah, you don't want to be sell prepared to, to walk. Me. Yeah, be prepared yeah. to walk. So, uh, one thing that is not walking, it will be driving away in style, is the BMW V12, currently found in the M70. M760i, uh, it has 600 horsepower and 627 pound-feet of torque, and uh, 
It is uh, found in the 2020 BMW 7 Series. This won't come cheap, will it? Not at all. And I just, again, I think V12s, we just don't need them anymore. It's just a lot of cylinders. It has a 0 to 60 time of 3.6 seconds, but it's actually slower than the VA-powered Alpina B7. So really... You know, you can get this power from probably with probably, um, I don't know, maybe not 600 horsepower, but you can get close to it with six cylinder, can't you? Sure. You know? Sure. So, uh, you know, s- small number of cylinders and, and turbochargers or superchargers are, that's where it's going. And also, BMW uh, is uh, offering a limited edition V12. S65 AMG, which I'm sure is astronomical in price. <laughs> That's got to be in the $300,000 range, doesn't gotta it? Got to be. It's uh, just got to be. A lot of these cars are disappearing because of European regulations uh, that make it difficult to continue offering a, a 12-cylinder engine. The thing is, you don't really need the 12-cylinder engine anymore. No, and and because there's nothing to look at, and you know, 12s used to look great, mm-hmm. but they're they're all covered with with cladding now. It's yeah, just a big cover. box in there. Yeah, yeah. So uh, other than unique sound, uh, you really can't, um, you know, you really don't need this now. The Rolls Royce Ghost and Phantom and the Bentley Flying Spur still use a W12 engine. Uh, and and that is the engine I believe that is in this M760i. Uh, but those uh, the Ghost and the Spur will probably be the last V12 powered super sedans. Uh, I guess Aston Martin's going to stick with a V12 for a while though, right? They they still have a V12, but again, they're going to go away from it too. Yeah, and these are not large displacement V12s either, are they? No, no, I can remember. In the early 60s, when Ferrari V12s were, you know, like two liters, <laughs> just tiny cylinders. Yeah, really tiny cylinders. So, but uh, there you have it, uh, technology that is going away. And let's talk about a different kind of technology, Les. We've been telling you about virtual races here. Uh, NASCAR is getting back to racing for real, but they were doing a lot of virtual racing. Uh, and uh, it looks like the 24 Hours of Le Mans will hold a virtual race on its original June date, uh, June 13th through 14th. Um, it will be operated on the PC-based R-Factor 2 platform, uh, and uh, teams can complete their own custom liveries and control their own sponsorships with uh, livery templates to be offered. That's kind of cool. I'd like to make the cruise control experimental yeah. van yeah. car. What do you think? Uh, well, I think we could uh, get a lot of laughter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so won't it be weird that you can be at, they'll be at home driving through the night on their simulators. It's That's just, right. As, as they, but they actually, Mans, but you know, they actually have to drive it full time. I think how are you going to do driver swaps? It, it's easy. What do you just, uh... Oh wait, that's right. <laughs> uh, well, I guess every three to four hours you have to stop your simulator and let 
Can't we you know, just switch the IP address? So, <laughs> in other words, I guess. Yeah, you don't even have to get out of it. You know, you, you could have one guy driving. It's like already oh, you you re- ready to take it. You know, and and uh, you switch it over. I don't know. Yeah, well, uh, but I, I just don't see the point in this, honestly, because this is a spectator race. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, will well, people? What percentage of people will stay up and watch a virtual Le Mans? I don't know. Very few. There's a lot of people that would like to drive a Dodge Hellcat wide body, though. We're going to get the latest from Dodge's uh, brand manager. So stay tuned to Cruise Control Radio. We'll be right back. Cruise Control Radio goes live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. To listen, click the link on our homepage. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control. Les and Fred, it's a nice day. Uh, it would be a great day to take a drive. <laughs> If if we were free to take a drive, well, we are. We could take a drive, but there's really no place, no destination. <laughs> that's right. To go to destination um, unknown. That's right. And uh, if it would be really cool to take a drive in a new Dodge, uh, especially in a Charger, because you've got a choice now of eight different models. It's been a long, long time since there were eight different models of a car. Yes, that's right. Uh, if you think if you think back in the late 60s, you know, there would be um, um, Chevy, um, gee, I've had a mental block, you know, the, the, the uh, not the Camaro, but, well, actually Camaros had six or seven different models. Well, they used to get like, each one could you could get it with six different engines, right? Oh yeah, but uh, but actual just actual models, because you had the like the base Corvair or say a Galaxy, a Ford, a full size Ford. You would have the Fairlane, the Fairlane five hundred, the Galaxy, the uh, then you had the roof types. Mm-hmm. So you had the two door fastback the four-door fastback uh lots of different models and and uh configurations and then you would choose six or seven different engines yeah i i mean what was it they were just selling so much more that they could uh they could definitely just uh you know build so many different uh models they didn't have to certify they didn't have to certify the uh, emissions, right? So they didn't have That's to, right. it didn't cost them, uh, that, right? That's right. And I do remember in 69, I know that Ford sold almost a million galaxies, full-size Fords and Chevy sold a million Chevy Impalas. Wow. That is crazy. Yeah. So there you are. When you build that many, you can offer an awful lot of stuff. You sure can. Uh, you sure can. And, uh, you know, it, you think about this. When the Charger came out, uh, you know, uh, it was people got upset because it was a four-door, right? That's right. That was a big deal. 
in fact, remember, we were on the uh, launch of the Charger up in New York City all those years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the public even walked by and said, why does this thing have four doors? Yeah. And they were thinking back to the old days of the Charger. They were thinking back to how uh, it was that long two-door car. And, uh, yeah, you know, horrible entry into the back seat. <laughs> but things have changed. Things have changed. And uh, this vehicle, actually, when you look at it, is faster is faster than um, than the Challenger because it is more aerodynamic. The roof is more aerodynamic. And you think about this. You are right. You can start with a Charger SXT rear-wheel drive vehicle for $29,895 with a V6, right? Uh, That's right. A good car. Um, you can get it with all-wheel drive. If you go for a few thousand dollars more, uh, it's, it's not a bad car at all. Uh, and then, uh, you can go up to the RT, uh, which is about 36,395. You can go up to the scat pack, which is 39,995, the scat pack wide body. So now you're, that's, you've that's got the right. fender flares on there that are nicely integrated into the vehicle. Uh, and, uh, you are, uh, and, and then you can go up to the SRD wide body, which. Well, is, then the Hellcat wide body, which yes. is, which is a monster. Yeah. Total monster. Uh, who, who would have thought like when the Hellcat came out, 707 horsepower, uh, I thought it would be a really rare vehicle that that engine would only be um, in a few cars, yep. and and now we're seeing it it it's all it's all over the place when it comes to uh, Chrysler products, right? It's in the track. Car. It is. It's, uh, it's, I would have thought this thing was would be rare too, but it turns out that it's it's a very large percentage of their sales, and of course they're throwing the engine in everything now. Yeah, uh, I think it's going to go in the Pacifica uh, minivan next. That's what I'm thinking. Well, <laughs> yeah, but I, then you're going to have to have side exhausts. How long would the uh, would the drivetrain last if you just put the V8 in there and and put the front wheel drive drivetrain, put it and bolted it up with an adapter kit? About about a quarter mile. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well. Um, the other thing too is very popular police car. No Hellcat yeah. police car models, though. That uh, that would be interesting. Well, you know the police want them. <laughs> <laughs> That's but right. That's very right. expensive. And then if you want to go a step further, you can get the Daytona 50th anniversary edition of the Charger. That's seventy four thousand one hundred and forty. It gives you seven hundred and seventeen horsepower. So. Oh well, you need ten more. Ten more. Yeah. Remember, somebody yeah. bought one of these and wrecked it like within like five minutes of buying it. Well, that happens a lot with these super high performance cars because the people buy them and they stand on the accelerator and suddenly the car gets away from them. Or they say like, "I don't need traction control or stability control. I'll just flip them off." Because watch this. Yeah. Watch me drift this. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, you know, it, it it's it's pretty pretty big thing. You know, it's it's uh, pretty wild that this can be 
a uh, production vehicle and in and pretty big numbers, right? Absolutely. Um, and it has to be very profitable for FCA, which is just great. You know, these are, uh, yes, they're everyday cars, but they are in many ways kind of a little toy. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah. Well, let's a big face toy. It, it. If you're a big toy, if you're, if you want 707 horsepower, that's a toy. Yeah, exactly. That is, it's a lot. Of, that's a lot of power, though. A lot of power. Uh, there's some talk too. We'll see that engine end up in the Durango, and I think I think it might. I'm sure we will. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. We're hoping to get to Ashen Munoz, who's the Dodge Charger brand manager on the line, uh, and uh, he's going to tell us a little bit more about this great wide body and also. Uh, the, uh, power, uh, the power, what is it? What do they call it? They call it the power dollars plan. So, right. Yeah. So that is a good way of, uh, building some power and spending a little less money, right? That's true. Uh, not a whole lot less money, but a little less. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we're hoping to, uh, get Ashton on the line as soon as possible. And, uh, you know, I, I have to say hats off to Dodge for doing this because it really is pretty amazing. As we were, as you were saying back in the old days, it wasn't uncommon to have all these models of one vehicle, but, uh, you know, now, uh, it's pretty uncommon to do it because it's just a lot of money involved. There's a lot of different engines involved and, and, uh, you know, I think we have Ashton with us right now. Ashton, how are you doing? Good. How about you guys? Thanks All right. Good. Good. We were just talking about something you know about. We've got about, uh, I'd say about a minute left in this segment, but something you know a little bit about, the Dodge Charger. Have you ever heard of that? Oh, it's my favorite. I'm, uh, I'm a little biased towards it. I've been listening all morning and hearing you guys talk about it. Um, we've got a, a bunch of different trims of it and the newest, latest and greatest is, is obviously the Hellcat wide body. Like you guys mentioned. Yeah. Basically that, that gives you more rubber on the road to, to do something with that 707 horsepower, right? Yeah. And you can actually, you just mentioned it. You can get the Daytona 50th in the Hellcat wide body form up to 717 horse. And it's, it's, you know, more than just the big wheels, tires and stuff. Um, we've got a completely updated front fascia grill that our design team did a really awesome job on, um, integrated fender flares, kind of different than the challenger did it. Um, and then it's not just obviously for looks, we were able to gain performance, um, in almost all areas. So better zero to 60. Um, you guys mentioned that BMW seven series, that V12 we're, uh, we're both running at 3.6 seconds, zero 60, um, <laughs> Quarter mile got better. We're running 10.96 second quarter mile. Um, so, wow. I mean, a few wow. years ago, 10 second quarter mile was unheard of. And this is a this is a performance family sedan. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, hang on, because Ashton's going to be right back after the break. We'll talk more about the Dodge Charger. And they have a great deal for you, too. Their power dollars plan. So he'll he'll fill us in on that. So stay tuned to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. We will be right back. Cruise 
Control Radio goes live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. To listen, click the link on our homepage. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine with Fritz Staub and Les Jackson. We are lucky to have Ashton Munoz, who is the Dodge Charger brand manager. Ashton, if I ever told you that, uh, you know, a, you would be selling a vehicle, 707 horsepower, Hellcat, uh, wide body, and, uh, you know, it, it seems like it'd be a pretty rare vehicle, but you guys sell a lot of Hellcat powered cars and it's not like it's a rare vehicle anymore. It's a special vehicle, but it's not a rare vehicle. You can go to your dealer and find one, can't you? You can. And it's interesting. You say that at first it was kind of like, Oh, there's a Hellcat. And, but now I feel like you, you almost see them everywhere and paired with our scat pack. I mean, there's two crazy, two high performance cars that, that I see more and more every single day. Yeah, so many versions of the Charger. We were saying back in the old days, that was common to have a lot of versions of a car. Not so common today. You may have the one model that has more versions than anyone else I can think of in a, in a dare I say it, production car. It is, and that's kind of one of the big reasons um, I think we do so successful. There's, there's almost a Charger for every single person, whether... Uh, it's the base SXT where you just want to get into a, a family four-door sedan. Um, Drove and it. Then it's it great car. Getting more and more performance after that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And um, well, let's talk a little bit about the Hellcat wide body. So, uh, first of all, are all Charger SRT Hellcats now wide bodies, or can you still get the regular body? version the trim that is correct so for 2020 all dodge charger srts are standard wide body um it's a little different on the challenger you can still get the challenger hellcats and red eyes in standard body or wide body okay um and then we offer it as a package on our scat pack trim for 2020 on the charger so there's a lot of ordering involved Hmm. here Les. it's almost like ordering a uh, ram pickup truck with a lot of specs yeah. I like the old days where you would sit down and order, check off all the boxes on the car you wanted. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And it, it gets very complex, uh, but in a good way. Do most people order a car like this, uh, Ashton, or do they go and the dealers typically know what people want? Uh, you know, or or we we do we do see a high percentage um, relative to other cars and in our portfolio. Um, but a lot of custom orders. So we'll see people go in uh, to the dealer, sit down with them, and actually go through the ordering screens and put in a, a dealer custom order or mm-hmm. a sold order, as we call it sometimes. And and they might be looking for one of those great uh, throwback colors that you have that uh, may not be on the dealer's lot, so they'll, they'll wait for it. Yeah, some of the colors we come out with are, are really unique. Um, some of those customers have to have a certain color, have to have a certain stripe uh, option or like a satin black painted hood roof or deck lid. So we'll see them put their own special orders in. Yeah. Pretty cool. Well, I would insist on, on the, on the stickers and the, and the, and the color myself. I mean, that's, that's half the fun of having a legacy type car like this. 
It is, and, and that's one of the biggest reasons we see people buying these cars um, outside of performance, uh, fun to drive, power, and acceleration. Is it's exterior styling and obviously color, and and we're pretty. I think we do a, a pretty good job of bringing back those high impact paint colors um, that are reminiscent of like sixties, seventies, and kind of put our new modern twist on them. Okay, Ash, now I have to ask because a lot of people are asking about this. A lot of listeners, red eye. We're going to see it again? Uh, right now, we have the Red Eye in the 2020 model year Challenger. Um, unfortunately, I can't talk any any future stuff. Lisa would kill me. <laughs> um, <but laughs> Lisa's our PR. Yeah, right now, Great we have PR the Red person. Eye in the 2020 Challenger. You can get that as a standard body or a wide body. All right. All right. We'll, we'll stay with it there. But let's talk about something you can talk about. And that is the Power Dollars plan, which is a pretty interesting way to get people into some big horsepower. Oh, yeah. It's, um, it's simple. It's, it's super simple, and I'll, I'll take you through it. It basically started March 3rd um, for 2020, and it came off of a super successful 2019. So we rolled this out back in 2019 for the 19 model year cars. Um, and how it works, and like I said, it's, it's super simple. It's literally $10 a horsepower, cash allowance, right from the factory. So we wanted to just keep the complexity out of it. If you are looking, let's say you're looking for an SXT right around 300 horsepower, you'll get $3,000 right off the MSRP of the car right off the bat. Um, and then with the RT models right around 400 horsepower, and then the Scat Pack models uh, around 485 horse. And then it really gets crazy once you get start getting above the Scat Pack up into the Hellcats. Like on the Charger Daytona uh, 717 horse, 10 bucks a horsepower off of that. And the craziest one, in my opinion, uh, the Challenger Red Eye, you can get 7,970 <laughs> bucks off yeah. a brand new Challenger Red Eye with 797 horse. That's, that's a nice discount right off the bat, right? And it's quite it, good, it, it really actually. Is. And then even, it, yeah, uh, even, sorry, even the V6 is a great discount from uh, down from 29,000 to 3,000 off. That's, that's a bargain today. Yeah. Right off the bat. Yep. Yeah. Very, very cool. Wow. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that, and that, um, that actually goes in long with our, our kind of our new uh, drive forward program as well. So on top of all the power dollars for charger challenger, the rest of the FCA lineup is offering no payments for, for 120 days. Wow. And then on every new 19 and 20 model year, uh, zero APR for like 72 months. So wow. We're trying to help out as much as we can. What, uh, Ashton, and this might be hard for you to answer, but when you go to your dealer, do a, dealers have a lot of a lot of uh, Hellcats and Scat Packs uh, on the lot for the most part? Or, you know, is it something you have to search around for a little bit? Um, it's funny you say that right now for the end of 19 model year and the 20 model year to date are both on Challenger and Charger. The Scat Pack models have been crazy popular. So they're our most popular models right now, um, even being second in the lineup. So we see, um, we see those flying off dealer lots right now. So dealers are, dealers are ordering up as much as they can, can get their hands on. Well, that's like the sweet spot, right? Uh, that's like, what, 485 horsepower, you said? 485 horse, 475 foot-pounds of torque. And um, for the longest time, it's, the price has been right around the $40,000 mark. 
That's a lot so of it, it, with that value and the horsepower. There literally, there's nothing else you can really get around that yeah. power for the That's car. That's right. And uh, does uh, Mopar offer a lot of aftermarket parts and pieces for this that you can get through your dealer as well? Yeah, more so on the lower end. Obviously, the the Hellcats and the Red Eyes. Uh, we're using all the most high performance parts that right. we have access to. Right. Um, but yeah, you can you can upgrade a lot of the V6s, a lot of the RTs and scat packs with some of the Hellcat content and bring that down. Uh, so there's definitely a lot of aftermarket stuff. And one of the craziest things, you guys probably see it too, um, just being in the industry, we see our enthusiasts uh, do some of the most cool, outrageous, crazy stuff with their car, um, even if it's just appearance. But then the other uh, aspect of that is, is performance, too. We've seen our, our customers and enthusiasts go absolutely crazy with these cars. So it's, it's a really cool thing to see. Do you, do you guys, uh, do the Charger guys have the uh, little foam coverings over the uh, lip? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, the, <laughs> the like the Challenger do, guys do? It's like leaving the packing on, you know? They do. It's it's supposed to be removed um, when the the dealers uh, do the pre delivery inspection. But it is like to your point, it is pretty cool to see um, they have a kind of a life of their own now. So they started <laughs> off back on the performance fascias on uh, on the Charger and Challenger, and then since we've rolled more of those performance features out to the rest of our lineup, you'll see them on more cars. Um, getting to the dealer. So I think that's a little reason why they've been a little more popular. Well, Ashton, if people want information on the Dodge Charger, where should they go? Uh, visit Dodge.com and FDA Media, FDANorthAmerica.com. Um, there's a lot of info there. Uh, I encourage you to play at the building price and check out the website and take advantage of the, the power dollars going on right now. All right, Ashton, we appreciate it. Thanks. We'll have to have you back to talk about more great uh, Dodge stuff coming up. And uh, we will see you down the road. I'm Fred Staub. Les Jackson. We'll see you down the road. Take care. Bye. Cruise Control Radio is your on-air automotive magazine. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com for more information.